This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Welcome, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK, in our new temporary location. Uh, I, th- I think it's temporary, right? We're not, we're not here know. permanently. I don't know. I'm I mean, I would sure say either. not till the but, end of uh, time. No so, yeah. no, so we're here for a while. We will not be buried here. So if example. you're confused and watching this on TV, we're, uh, we're sort of on the radio set, uh, which is backstage of the set that we're building. But we can't. Shh, we can't. Shh, we can't, can't show about it. you. Yeah. We, you know, you can see it, actually. Some of the shots of Glenn today, there's just a, yeah. a sexy sort of plywall Look at that. Uh, structure, or st- uh, plywood structure kind of behind Ooh. Glenn. Can we see a shot of that? Look at that. Ooh. There it is. Yeah. Right there, in the darkness, right there. That's, that's hot. Down goes Rousey. Down goes <laughs> Rousey. <laughs> Thank God. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's uh, it is the Pat and Stu uh, broadcast. Uh, I'm still. I don't know that we spent enough time on these campus activists, supposedly from Missouri. Now, Missouri says, oh, that didn't come from any of our students. Yeah, huh? How do you know that, please? It all came. All of them came. There were no specifics whatsoever. Uh, none of them came from the University of Missouri. That was all outside of the university. Yep, so, trying to divide the community. Really? So what they're saying is that the, the university shouldn't be blamed for uh, these things that happened off campus. Right. You mean like when the guy was walking off campus and people drove by him and screamed racial (laughs) slurs? No one brought that up then. Pretty good point. Mm. Yeah. Uh, But these campus, so supposedly it's Melanin Monroe at Neon Electricity. So I I don't know. Is that just some some employee of uh, Neon Electricity? If if so, and I was in charge of Neon Electricity, uh, Melanin (laughs) wouldn't be working for me today. But she said, uh, racist white people kill me. You want ever this is concerning the, the, the Paris uh, tragedy. Racist white people kill me. You want everyone to have sympathy for your tragedy, but you have none for ours. Hashtag get the F out of here. Hashtag Mizzou. Wow. Okay, racist white people kill me. No, they haven't, and they don't. Uh, you want everyone to have sympathy for your tragedy. Like, that's 
It's only a white person tragedy when these 129 people died in France, and I don't even know that all of them were white. Were they? Um, okay. But we have none for theirs. What is their tragedy? That somebody called them a name they don't like? Is it, are they well, really allegedly, it probably didn't happen. Though. Yeah, and it probably didn't even happen. But the tragedy of what? That you got your, uh, that you got your university president removed for no apparent reason? Without any evidence of any wrongdoing on his part, uh, that's your tragedy. Well, yeah, but he see the thing is, it has nothing to do with whether he specifically did something wrong. He's part of the collective white group that has mm. done many things wrong. Everything like such as uh, slavery, for example, uh, Jim Crow laws. Okay, he's not part of that group. Um, no, 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 no he, he is. He's, is he white? Oh, I'm sorry, is he white? Yes. And then there you go. End of story. No, they're really not the sad end. but true. Uh, this is how they think of it. It's like, well, white people have done something okay. bad. So if a white Those person who didn't them. do something bad happens to get punished, so what? He's still part of that group, and that group is what's bad. The exact opposite yeah. of what Martin Luther King wanted. His dream is dead at our universities Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Kira D. Hardy writes, Interesting how the news reports are covering the Paris terrorist attacks, but said nothing about the terrorist attack at Mizzou. Right? I, um, no, because there wasn't there a wasn't. terrorist attack at Mizzou. That's why. Uh, unless you're talking about the terrorist attack at BYU where they couldn't play football this weekend. Was, that, was that part? Was that, that was part due of, to a terrorist yeah, attack? Yes. Um, there was a game this weekend? And then, uh, no, there wasn't. Uh, oh, we're, Rhea, get, we're getting to that. <laughs> oh, we're getting to that evening. I can't wait for a play-by-play. -play then one. Rhea writes, we can remember the tragedy in Paris and still remember Mizzou. Now, had she left it there, that'd be you know, pretty okay. Pretty fine. I mean, like, you can't put those two on the same plane, obviously. We but. are capable of multitasking. Okay. Okay. But then, both situations are equally messed up. No. Uh, no, Pumpkin. No, they're not. No, Pumpkin. They're not. No, sweetheart. No. Well, how many people died in Missouri, though? Uh, zero. None. Well, I, I think that's untrue. Uh, it's, I think some people did true. die in Missouri mm. in the last mm. 10 years. People, yeah, well, okay. People have died For instance, in the there's state. four dead in Ohio. We know that. That's we, been memorialized really, in song. We do so, know that. <laughs> we do know that. Yeah. Missouri, I mean, yeah. other, people but have died of old age due, in Missouri. But due to this, to this particular problem in Missouri, no, nobody, nobody has died. Well, the, that, so. what about the poop swastika? Nobody, about that? nobody that's, died. That's and it probably didn't happen. So, so. Yeah. I think actually, by the way, they did release some photos of a poop swastika. Did they? Um, supposedly the actual poop swastika, okay. which is about three inches. It looked like it was about three inches big. Really? Yeah. And there was uh. poop on the door handle. Gross. So some, it seemed like someone really went, I mean, really must have hated Jews. Mm -hmm. I don't, again, the, a swastika is not about black people no, typically either, which is no. another thing we haven't even mentioned right. in this particular thing. It's usually about Jews. Right. Uh, but somebody really doesn't like the Jews there. Luckily, there's no black people who don't like Jews. Uh, Louis Farrakhan uh, coming to oh, mind. He loves, he loves the Jews. Big fan. I think so does Al Sharpton, as a matter oh, of fact. Oh, huge fan of the Jews. Based on some of his comments from the past. Uh, Jesse Jackson. Another one who Same loves one. the yeah. Jews. Same yes. thing. Big Jewish fan, yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Mm -hmm. uh, from the Daily Mail, two of the jihadis sneaked into Europe via Greece, posing as, as refugees. Ahmad Al-Mohammed, who's 25, believed to have been uh, in the terror squad at the Bataclan concert hall before blowing himself up, uh, apparently sneaked in uh, as a refugee. 
French police revealed his Syrian passport was found on a bomber's body who registered as a refugee in Greece. Ferry tickets from October 3rd reveal he traveled to Europe with a Mohammed Al-Muhad, who may be a relation of some sort, since I don't know they have the last name. Same last name. Authorities believe at least two of the terror cell uh, people traveled from Syria through Turkey and into Greece since summer. Homegrown terrorist Omar Ishmael Mustafa, 29 years old, identified as a gig bomber. As a gig bomber hmm. by his uh, fingerprints from a severed finger. Seven terrorists killed themselves using suicide belts while another was shot dead by police before he could blow himself up. Paris attacks left 129 dead, 349 injured, 96 of which are in critical condition. Um, 30 people still identified. Those numbers are still changing, too. I've heard different yeah. numbers already from this. Uh, from then this Well, we were getting a uh, different number because it was 153 late Saturday night. I saw 200 at one point. Did you? It, yeah, and then it kept uh, coming down. I mean, it's just mm. unbelievable that this crap happens. You know, it really is. I know. I mean, we've talked about it enough that it, it's not necessarily unbelievable to us and this audience, but, mm. I mean, just to think that this sort of um, idiocy continues and also, you know, you kind of it makes you feel vulnerable because there's absolutely, let's be honest about it, no way to protect against that. There's no free, like, yeah, you know, yes, you could put some security guards in, in particular individual places, but there's always going to be a place not protected by security guards. I think always. here's the best remedy for this. Arm your citizen. Yeah, individuals, individuals have who have the right yes. to carry a firearm. So that if something like this comes up, what do you do? You take out your firearm and you start shooting back. And a, qu a quick addendum to what you're talking about. A society that has firearms and is constantly uh, inserted into gun-free zones so there can't be any danger. That's an important <laughs> part of the of the picture because you want to no, make sure that actually, cause then people... That sort of defeats well, the purpose no, of what no, we're talking about. Well, no, but yeah, but see, so. what you're missing here is a gun-free zone would have mm -hmm. protected no. uh, uh, these citizens because the terrorists couldn't have brought the guns essentially, in. Essentially, France um, itself is a gun-free zone. Uh, very nearly. So no, that. Yeah, that but didn't they, it wasn't anybody. a gun-free zone because they brought. They were able to bring the guns in. Yeah, that's and what that's bad the... guys do. I I don't uh, fully understand this concept, but it seems like a lot of people who are willing to kill people are also willing to break your cute little gun rule. Do you believe that? Even when it's posted clearly? Yes. It does when, seem that way, but the numbers can't marked. add up to that, can they? Uh, I, we should check, because I think so. I'm going I'm I'm to remain so. a skeptic on this one. <laughs> Pardon you? me. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it, unbelievable. And did you see that some of the gun uh, anti-gun groups were trying to, to uh, take advantage of, the, of this of tragedy? Of course. In what way? Another mass shooting proves. Uh, oh, good gosh. Really? Does it prove? What Wait, does it prove? How are you? How are you doing that? Because your whole point is that because we have lax gun laws in America, right. this doesn't happen in Europe because they've got stringent anti-gun laws, and then it happens in Europe, and now you're going to make the same point? No, no, I'm sorry. Shut up. See if I can find it. I'll try to find Shut it up. Here, um, as we go on. But it was pretty annoying. Uh, Francis Hollande, Francois Hollande. Uh, wants a three-month state of emergency. Now, see, this is what happens. When you get this kind of event, uh, then uh, they start to crack down. And, you know, three months turns into a year, and then it turns into three years, and then pretty soon you're just used to it, and you've got uh, a police state on your hands. But uh, he declared that he wanted a state of emergency after the Paris attacks to last three months, 
Um, he told he told Parliament he wanted the state of emergency for three. Uh, any extension beyond 12 days requires parliamentary approval. The 12-day UN conference, which will be attended by dozens of the heads of state, begins November 30th. So apparently they're going to do it during that particular time. But then they want it extended, or at least Olan does. Uh, and that's, that's how this stuff goes. Uh, Daily Express says, just wait, Islamic State reveals it smuggled thousands of extremists into your... Is there any doubt in your mind that that's the case? I don't doubt that at all. Nope. Uh, I was watching this anti... I guess it was an anti-Syrian refugee uh, video, sort of. They were talking about the mess that's been created in Europe, and, and, I mean, they were making no bones about it, that they're against allowing all of these refugees in. And uh, it's hard to argue with them after all this. But uh, uh, their point was that there was a million refugees into Germany alone. Then there were 300,000 into, uh, I think, initially Hungary and uh, Croatia. And they don't even know how many have, have come into France. And... And so if you're talking about 1.5 million people or so in a short span like this, and then another 3 million they expect by the end of this year, or was it 4? I think it was 4 million by the end of uh, 2016. Um, then, of course, thousands of them are going to be extremists. Yeah, I mean, that's not even the law of it's averages saying anything bad that. about the groups, really. Right. I mean, it just, you can't take an influx like that. It's going to happen even like, you know, we talk about uh, immigration here to the United States, and... We are pro-legal immigration. We, I mean, I, we've talked about this many times, and that I am happy to have immigrants here. I think they make us better mm -hmm. when they come legally and go through the law, uh, go through the front door. And, and I mean, you know, even even Donald Trump will say that what he actually believes, God only knows. Well, he wants a big door. He wants, he wants a, beautiful a big, door. big, beautiful door. <laughs> a big, beautiful, nice door. But that doesn't mean it's a special door. Even when they're coming the right way, you're going to have some of them that do bad things. Yep. I mean, there's no there, there's no way you can stop that. Um, you can only just do your best to prevent it. Mm -hmm. uh, where, when you're talking about millions of people in a short amount of time, you can't even do your best to prevent it. You can't. I mean, look, look how much time we've taken. We talked to Johnny Moore last hour uh, on radio. Look how much time we've taken just to take a few dozen families out um, of, of Syria. We're, you know, you, you have to go through a long, extensive right. process to check and, and look mm -hmm. at people who are trusted on the ground, who know the people there. And I mean, it is still, it's an impossible situation, even when you try to do it right. What they're doing in Europe is not, they're not even trying to do it right. They're just like, all right, I mean, there's too many people, let's just do it. Come on in. Holy, holy, all come free. Yeah. And then they just, I mean, wow. Have you seen that video that they, I, I don't know who produced it, but it was somebody who was obviously against the mass migration of people from the Middle East into Europe. And they show these scenes of people in these long lines, just a mass of humanity for what stretches on for miles, for miles. I mean, it is hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people at a time uh, coming in. It's just so overwhelming. I, I, don't, I don't know how you deal with it. I, I, there's no way to deal with that kind of influx and maintain your sense of order or maintain your culture you can't you can't have that kind of influx of people who don't share your values don't share your culture don't share your language uh... don't share your religion they don't share anything in common with you and you're sp supposed to be fine with that and most of them don't seem like they want to they don't want to right they don't want to many of them if not most of them don't want to yet Here's what the President of the United States had to say. Less than a day 
before the uh, Paris attacks, Obama was claiming on ABC News uh, this. We've always understood that our goal has to be militarily constraining ISIL's capabilities, mm -hmm. cutting off their supply lines, cutting off their financing. But sure. ISIS is gaining strength, aren't they? Well, no, I don't think they're gaining strength. What is true is, is that <laughs> from the start, our uh -huh. goal has been first to contain, right. and we have contained them. They uh, have not oh. gained ground in Iraq and oh. in no, Syria. They, in Paris, it, though, they have. They'll come in, they'll mm. leave. Leave. Uh, but you don't come see in, the leave. systematic march by ISIL no uh, across the yeah. terrain. That's what you don't see. You don't see the systematic march across the terrain. Uh, I, I love how he splits hairs of claiming. I mean, they've gone from uh, 15,000 when he was calling them uh, JV team to 50,000 to 100,000 now. Uh, they've grown in area. Uh, I, I can't even remember how big the swath of territory is that they claim now that they have control over. Uh, but he's contained them. But we've contained them now. They're not, you don't see the systematic march across the countryside. You, what, what you don't see is uh, you don't see them wearing the same clothing that they once wore as they sweep across the Middle East. So it's completely different. We've contained them now. <laughs> we've contained it's them. It's amazing. I mean, and think about this. He says uh, we've contained ISIS the same day they execute an attack that kills 100 mm -hmm. and some odd, uh, 30 people. Shows how out of touch this guy um, is, for one thing. Yeah. But also, uh, this, in every way, is worse than mission accomplished. Oh, um, in every way. And George W. Bush was beat up on that for years afterwards. Now, the defense of it is, well, he was making a specific comment about a specific thing. So was Bush. He was specifically saying, mm -hmm. and by the way, he did never said mission accomplished, but the banner was specifically about that fleet and that, that uh, excuse me, that ship and their specific mission. Their mission was accomplished. Um, it was not saying that the entire war is mission accomplished. If you look at the actual speech, he constantly is talking about how difficult it's going to be in the future. Um, mm -hmm. But th that's what they're trying to do with it. Uh, they, uh, the media immediately does all those things they never did for mission accomplished with this. They are all saying, well, he was talking about the march, uh, their pos the position, the land they had in Iraq and Syria. Now, he did mention that, and that was the context generally of his complaint. But that that is not... That has nothing to do with the way that they treated uh, Bush over the same type of thing. Mm -hmm. In fact, his words actually clearly said it was going to be bad for a long time. And they still said, oh, mission accomplished. This guy, look at what he's done. This guy said we had ISIS contained on the mm -hmm. day that they went and executed a terrorist attack. No problem. And a week after they executed a different terrorist attack. No problem. And it doesn't matter. Nothing yeah, from the press at all. It does not matter. Unreal. Yeah. Unfreaking real. Um, by the way, uh, before we go to break, let me give you these gun. Uh, this is the Bloomberg uh, group. Every town, USA. Every town for uh, gun safety. Oh, here's, there's going to be some good points. You want to listen very clo closely to this. There's going to be some really good points here. <laughs> so their initial listen reaction to, now because, to the Paris shootings was, okay. we are all united in mourning. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. And go with you there. Uh, for all lives due to gun violence. For all, so we're all, all united in mourning all lives violence. lost to gun violence. That's what this okay, was. That was the first gun one. Just a gun, it was gun violence. Mm -hmm. Next up, our hearts are with the victims of the horrific uh, mass shooting mm -hmm. and violent attacks in Paris today. Not terrorism, mm -hmm. horrific mass shooting. Then they retweet someone who says, my heart breaks for Paris 
But this style attack will ha of attack will happen here as long as terrorists can buy AK-47s without background checks. In How what many? state? In what? In what state? In what principality? In what region <laughs> can you buy a gun without a background check? Well, if you go to a gun store, a gun, they're a gun still going to call I mean, and the do the show quick check loophole. thing, right? Well, Aren't I think they? if it's a private sale, you don't for have example, to wait. for example, if you want to sell a gun to your son. Okay. There's no. There's certain scenarios where yes, there are. Yes, there no, are. Uh, there's a couple of. And so there is a very small percentage of guns oh, in the United States that are sold without a background check. Now, is it theoretically possible? I guess they've started manufacturing some AK-47s in the United States. Is it theoretically possible that you could you could purchase it? Possible? Yes. But these guys didn't have that ability there. No. They didn't have the ability to buy an AK-47 without a background check in France. They didn't have it in Brussels. No, they they, that's why they came here and purchased all those guns at a right. gun show. And then went back over there. Or a 7-Eleven. Wow. That's and, a big problem uh, with airports. And then took them back over there. That seems like a yeah. problem with airports. Took security. them right back in their carry-on luggage. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't take any of the planes down. They just decided to come right. back. And they just wanted to do Paris. There's really anti-restaurant and yeah. theater, mm -hmm. was there? Okay. Apparently. Got it. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Look, no, uh, no matter what challenges uh, you believe our country is going to face, you want to be prepared. And, and this is such a huge reminder. We hope and we pray that this will never happen here. This will never happen to us in America, um, you know, and maybe it won't. Maybe we you know, are really blessed and, and uh, that never does happen. But other things come up, you know, weather-related events. Uh, maybe you lose your job. Times can get tough, and they can get tough pretty quickly and unexpectedly. That's why you need to get prepared right now. I mean, look, look at what happened with France. I mean, this is obviously a major terrorist attack, but, I mean, they closed their borders. They've shut down a lot of commerce. Mm -hmm. uh, they've, uh, the entire system is affected. Now, it's a ter terrible, terrible incident, but obviously we know, and we've looked at uh, this long enough to realize, this stuff can be a lot worse than even it was in Paris. For example, the, uh, the three suicide bombers outside that stadium were all trying to get into the stadium. They blew themselves outside of the stadium, killed them, one other person other than them. Three suicide bombs killed one person and because they were trying to get inside the stadium. A stadium which held the president of France. So think about if, God forbid, they were able mm. to, to execute that attack the way they wanted to, who knows what happens to society? All sorts of things can be shut down for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just best to be prepared. Yep. Uh, my Patriot Supply, they do this better than anybody. We'll be telling you about it for a long time. But here's a great reminder of, uh, you know, look, your family uh, is going to need supplies in case something terrible happens. Why not have them on hand? Look at this. Country cottage mac and cheese. Yeah. You know, it's not a big bucket of rice. No. This is deliciousness right here. It just reconstitutes into a fantastic meal. You, you don't have to figure out how to make bread out of it. Uh, it's just already a delicious meal that lasts, if you need it to, 25 years in this, this one pouch. in particular is uh, Jeffy's uh, nickname in, uh, in middle school, uh, uh -huh. chocolate pudding. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's very delicious. I, what, what, did you eat a whole vat of that? What was the reason uh, for that nickname, Jeffy? Do you it remember? was a vat. Well, right? what's... Never a bad in one serving. <laughs> I think it was something like that. Get know. a two-week emergency supply of food right now for $50. That includes shipping. Call them My Patriot Supply. 888-893-7953. 888-893-7953. They ship it for free right to your home. Call them right now. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you?
Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. Hey, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It is uh, the Pat and Stu uh, broadcast. It's, uh, you know, the program. Experience. Show. Experience, experience is a good word for it. Mm. Because it's not something that just washes over you. No, you experience this. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. So where do we go from here with this ISIS thing? I, I don't know, but they're threatening now. Huge attacks on uh, D.C. Um, uh, they threaten that all the time. They've said it before. They'll probably say it again. There's a little more credence to it when they've just attacked somebody. And yeah, there is. It was huge, and it was ugly, and it was bloody, and it was horrible. And then they say, okay, you're next. Uh, it does tend to make you nervous. I mean, there's certain places where uh, I, it doesn't feel like that would work in the United States because, yeah. of, because of, honestly, gun ownership. I mean, you go, you go try to do that in a Walmart in Texas and see how that goes for you. It's not going to go yeah. well. Yeah. Um, now, you, that does not say you can't get anybody. Of course, you can always, you know, probably get someone. Um, but, you know, the type of attacks we're talking about, I'm not saying that, that, you know, they wouldn't, they would work here. And we've seen them work here when not as many, uh, some of them Islamic. Fort Hood is an example of Islamic uh, experience with it. Um, but uh, it, it's one of those things where there's kind of no way for a society to stop these I, I, it's kind of the truth. I mean, in reality, you can try to minimize them. You can thwart. I mean, France supposedly had thwarted four to five se- uh, s- similar attacks within the past few months. Uh huh. Um, you know, and who knows how many we've thwarted? Here. Right, probably who hundreds. Probably. I bet you. Um, you know, you just you can't stop it because you can protect high um, uh, level targets. Like you can protect. Like this would be extraordinarily difficult to do with the Super Bowl, for example. Because, I mean, you know, I've gone through that security a million times. It is disastrous. Like, it's long. They take a lot of time with each mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. You better show up there hours early or you're not going to see the opening, uh, uh, the open of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, some years have been better than others, but, like, they are tough. So that's not to say that someone couldn't do something there. It would just be very difficult. So a lot of times they, they shy away from it. They went to a theater with no security. Um, the uh, the reports that I heard that, uh, from people who were at the concert said literally they just walked in. There was no one checking any security at all. Restaurants where people are just sitting at a restaurant, you stop a car in front of a restaurant and fire into an open restaurant. There's nothing. What the hell are you supposed to do about that? There is no way to stop that from happening, with the exception of uh, you know you're constantly on the alert and hopefully you catch these people before they do it. Yeah. You know, but there's no way you can't stop that stuff. So this is one of the things that they've been really worried about for a long time coming here because the type of um, it was an interesting story I read this weekend about the differences between ISIS and Al Qaeda in that Al Qaeda, um, they fancied themselves geniuses. They thought of themselves as brilliant to the point where they could come up with new ideas that would uh, create spectacular attacks. And 9-11 was obviously a, an example of that, where they came up with something that 
you know, I'm not saying we never considered it, but like people were thinking of blowing up an airplane and bringing it to the ground or blowing up a building with a bomb, but people weren't thinking of driving a plane or flying a plane into a building. That wasn't something that we talked about a lot. And now, it was mentioned in some... Uh, uh, I think Brad Meltzer. Yeah, Brad was Meltzer it? had... Was it, or, or, was Brad it, or was it Brad Thor? I, I think it was Brad Thor. It was one of those two. But uh, it mm -hmm. also was obviously in some um, intelligence reports yeah. as a possibility. But it wasn't the thing on our mind. Like, it was a pretty... When it happened, you were like, holy crap, I never even thought of that before. Mm -hmm. um, and so they did that. They tried the underwear bomb. They tried the, um, uh, the liquid bomb. Uh, they tried the shoe bomb. They tried the printer bomb. There was a printer bomb they tried at one point. And all of those things were innovative ways, and, 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 and they had a, 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 a genius bomb maker who came up with these ideas. Um, and a lot of them failed, obviously, thank mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. um, the difference with ISIS is they don't care. They're not trying to impress anybody. They're not trying to come up with some great innovative idea. They just want to kill as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh, and so they are just driving up and taking the easiest way they can to kill as many people as possible and create horror in everyday life. And you've got to believe that if you're in Paris right now, I mean... All, that's all you're thinking about when you go to a restaurant. That's all you're thinking about if you go to a show. Um, I know I went to a theater show that night um, and sat in a theater that night, and you couldn't help but think about it. The next night I was at a movie, same thing. You can't help but think about someone bursting through that door. It's the, when when uh, what's-his-face, the, uh, the guy in Colorado did, did it with the, with the theater. It was the same situation. You're just sitting there like, God, that door springs open. What am I doing? Where am I going? Am I trying to get to the exits? Those things, you can't help but have those things cross your mind. And that's the sort of terror they're trying to mm -hmm. uh, make people feel. And in everyday life, you don't feel safe in your own community. That's the, the ultimate thing they're trying to, uh, to do. It's not a bad thing, though. If you, if you think about it and you think, okay, somebody comes in here, what am I going to do to have an exit strategy yeah. like that? All right, I, I get down, I crawl back to that exit, or if they come that way, I'm going this way. You know, so that you have a plan, so if something, heaven forbid, does happen, maybe you've got a way out of it. There was somebody who wrote a book about that. Remember, Glenn used to talk about that. Uh, the people yeah, who live... Club. Huh? Survivor's Club. Exactly. It's a yeah, guy, uh, Those are the people uh, who live in tragedies yeah. like this. He's the guy who runs ABC News now. Um, right. Yeah, he, he, uh, right. he, he was uh, on our right. show approximately every 12 minutes for about six months, and he's great. He's a, he doesn't come on every 12 minutes anymore. No, he's no, a little he's busy. Yeah. ABC. A little busy these days. So. But, yeah, he runs ABC News now, and yeah. he's a really smart guy. And, and, and uh, uh, he, he wrote a book about that, about the people. Because you think about these horrible tragedies, and you just think everyone dies. But so many times, even when plane crashes, people survive all the time. Yeah. Train crashes, terrible things. And a lot of times, it's because they've thought about what to do in case of an, yeah. of an emergency. Just gave it passing thought. Yeah. Okay, where are And the then exits? you go on with your life. You don't sit there yeah. and stew about it the whole time, but you, you go, okay, here's what I'll do. And yeah. then you move on. The ultimate example he, he gives in that book is uh, um, uh, the fire in Rhode Island where Great White was playing. Remember right. that theater? Yeah, where the oh, big, yeah, yeah. Um, smoke stacks up front. And it was a couple hundred. I mean, it was a terrible, terrible tragedy. Bad. And the whole place went up because they did pyrotechnics. Mm -hmm. If you remember, this is several years ago. Well, you see the footage of that today. And you, what you see is um, about eight people stacked up like sardines trying to get out that door, that tiny door in the front, with smoke just billowing out above them. Like these people, were, they were all pushing to get out so much, they all stuck together and couldn't even fit their whole bodies through the door. They're mm -hmm. still alive. These people are still alive. But behind them are just hundreds of dead people. Um, but there was an emergency exit right by the stage um, that they just no one went out. They, they just didn't, they never took the time to look wow. around and find right. the exit. So everyone ran towards the place they came in 
and no one ran towards the exit that was right there that would have probably saved most, if not all, of their lives. Uh, and it's that sort of thing of just basic, you know, it's, it's like we're talking about with my Patriot Supply. Basic mm. things. Have right. some food. Have some water. Uh, you know, maybe have a little gold for the worst case have scenario. Have a strategy in have case those something things, happens. Yeah, just in case, just have a basic yeah. strategy. You're not going to be able to cover everything. Right. You're not going to be able to, you, you know what, you're not going to be able to, no matter how much you prepare, there's always going to be a scenario you can't prepare for. But why not take out 80% of the possibilities mm -hmm. with basic stuff? That's, that's what Glenn has been preaching for a long time, and, and, and it resonates. I mean, especially in a, in, a, in, a, you know, in a day like this, when we come off of a terrorist attack like this, why not have the basics? Why not take the basic preparation? And in here, in this country, it means uh, a lot of times a firearm. That's a basic piece of preparation for a situation like this. Or a couple cases of pudding. <laughs> Wait. I mean, it's just what? firearms and, and pudding? four or five cases of pudding. You're, you're good. Huh. For how long are you good with five cases of pudding? Okay, firearm and weekend. cases of pudding. How long does that last you? A weekend. All right. <laughs> you know, if something bad were to happen, you might right. be able to stretch it for three days. Five yeah. cases of pudding mm -hmm. in a weekend? Yeah, no, there's no cases. There's only a couple, 24 to a case. <laughs> <laughs> More patents, too. Coming up. I'm familiar with the it's definition incredible. of what yeah, the case is. You're saying you're eating 120 <laughs> not enough. containers of pudding? Seems to be what he's saying. It's not yeah, enough. You've got to be prepared, Steve. Huh. I don't think most people will need 10 dozen puddings. Can't help that. The frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers lost the third straight game to the Lions of Detroit, Michigan. Big. What are they? Seven and zero. The Lions eight and zero coming into that game. I think it was hmm? or two and seven. One of the the Lions. <laughs> yeah, yeah one it was and really seven bad. I mean, they're the. I don't know. They're imploding. Um, and the Eagles Imploding. lost as well. Eagles uh, so, lost as well. Uh, yeah, by one point to uh, Miami. Really bad football weekend. More on trivia was wrong. More on trivia was wrong. So we're five and two. Mm -hmm. More on trivia. Real disaster. Anything else happened in sports? Uh, no, that's um, it. Uh, Rousey. That's it. Right? Oh, Rousey, 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 Rousey lost. lost. Okay. Big, big weekend. But I that mean, was the it. Team, the that was only it. team that was successful was... Uh, what did you guys do? Uh, the Missouri Tigers. So oh, bad. did they? Uh, at so, Arrowhead so Stadium wait, wait, in Kansas City. Before we get into the actual game, which I care almost nothing about, <laughs> what I do care about is the evening that happened. Because here's, here's the situation. It was a horrible For evening. months and months and evening. months, mm -hmm. when the schedule came out, yeah. there was going to be a trip to Missouri. Right, it was a year. With Jeffy yeah. a year in advance. and Pat mm -hmm. traveling together. Right, to Kansas City, to, Missouri. To Kansas City to watch the game. It would have been game. fun. I mean, and I will mm -hmm. say, for me, it would have been fun to be there. But we just couldn't make it happen. So it couldn't make it happen because Jeffy, you know, was typical shady and bailed. Yes, this is actually, he bailed. This is not Pat's fault at all. This is Jeffy's no. fault. Yeah, Jeffy bailed. So Jeffy bailed because, I don't know, he's got a boo-boo or something. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they decide, surprisingly to me at some level, mm -hmm. to actually go through. Why is that a with, Well, I think well, I figured here's you what happened. again. Here's what happened. And I, I, I don't, on a BYU game, I certainly don't want the opposing team's fans at my house. Okay? Mm. But you invited Jeffy to his house knowing he was an imposer. Uh, but team. I did. And I did because he just recently canceled cable, so he wouldn't have been able to watch the game. Out of the goodness of my heart, mm -hmm. I invite Fatso over. 
to my house. Well, you had to get the addition put on first to, to, yes. to store him. Well, we had to we had to widen the entryway. <laughs> yep. Uh, by 17 feet <laughs> in every direction. <laughs> wow, he's tall. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that. So anyway, I appreciate it. So he comes over, and it's not bad enough. He's a Missouri fan. Mm -hmm. But you, I, I, he's just watching the game. Babbles the entire freaking game. He's watching the game. Hold on, he you... does not stop talking. He's doing... Okay, so he's commenting on every play, but more than that, everything the announcers say. So he's doing play-by-play -play play on the play-by-play. -play. <laughs> and you've got two solid guys. I mean, yeah, you've well, got Brent solid, Musburger yeah. and Jesse Palmer calling the game. And Jesse's adding, adding co commentary, as you do. Yes. Everything he says. Oh, thanks a lot, Jesse, for that comment. I didn't know that. Why don't you tell us something else? I don't know, that's, uh, Jesse. Oh, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, they gained four yards. That's a good point. Why don't you tell us something else we don't know? On and on and on and on Sorry, and on. His argument was they shouldn't tell you how many yards were gained. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, that's an interesting. Or argument. Jesse would say something like that was a, that was a nice play by uh, that was a nice play by. Uh, Tanner Magum, who uh, threw a, a bullet on that pass, which didn't happen very often during no, the game. Well, that's a good, that's a good call of that one, Jesse. Why don't you tell us something I didn't know? <laughs> hey, Jesse, the, we're watching the same game as you are. We already knew that. What's he supposed to say? So, all during the game, not only are they playing like crap, I gotta listen to this! Now, was there, because how did the game flow? Uh, was uh, Missouri got out to uh, a three nothing lead. Three nothing lead. Tied then BYU tied it at three. Okay. Missouri takes the lead six three. BYU takes a ten six. Lead. Okay. At ten six, BYU 10 -6. lead. What's the what's the vibe of the room? Uh, at ten six, I'm pointing at Jeff Jeffy and laughing at him. <laughs> because <laughs> he's got doing his theory of he's uh, doing first some... team to ten points wins the game. He's he's doing his he's doing his deal of. Whoa, okay, but well, that was a really bad call. That's a really bad call. Oh, my call. gosh. Tell I me can't believe that call. That call that was so bad. That was a really... And I'm like, who's up on the scoreboard? I don't want to hear about who's who. what call it was. It's 10-6, right? Well, it's 10-6 because of a really That's bad exactly call. exactly right. So, finally, it. Uh, then they go up... T then Missouri goes up 13-10, right? And then 20-10. And then BYU scores again. It's 2016. For some reason, he, he kicks the extra point off the side of the goalpost. And it's, it's 2016, and they're playing like crap, and the calls are going badly both directions. Those were, that was the worst officiated game maybe in the history of uh, football. Certainly was for Missouri. It, it, it was pretty awful. It well, was pretty I awful. I thought you were arguing that it wasn't bad for Missouri earlier on. What do you mean? What do you well, mean? What's Pat just said? He said you were mm -hmm. saying, oh, it's, it's all the calls are going the wrong way. Well, you're bull crap, all the calls and there are going was the wrong way. Ball. There was a, but a that's number was, of non-calls. There was a number of non-calls wow. on oh both sides. So, affected the there was a number of calls that didn't happen for BYU at critical junctures. So how is Jeffy treating you as Missouri takes the lead and is winning this game? Uh, badly. Badly. He's oh, badly. Could be uh, yes! Yes! That's a yes! Yes! Thank you! Thank you! Yes! Yes, my Tigers! Yes! That's what I'm talking about! Jesse, why don't you talk about Missouri for a while? How about that, Jesse? <laughs> on oh and on God. and on. It was agonizing. So do you... It's an agonizing night. When, when it ends, he uh, is gracious? No, he's no. not. He, well, he tells me on the way out. 
Well, try not to talk about it on Monday. Will you? Will you try really hard? Yeah, but try really hard. <laughs> Why are you making him sound so much smarter than he is? Um, so uh, this so he this game finally ends. Yes. How do you feel about the experience of having Jeffy in your home? Um, how much food did he eat? <laughs> he ate all the food. Oh, yes, <laughs> all of it. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> did you? What did you put out? Did you? Because I've been to your house before. Oh, you put out. A I awesome didn't have to spread. put out anything. He went and got all the rest of the food that wasn't put out, and he ate that too. <laughs> really? Yeah. He cleaned out the pantry. Cleaned out both. And what are you supposed to do? I mean, there's ice cream in the freezer. I'm not supposed to eat it. <laughs> no, Jeffy, you're supposed to buy it and have it at your house. It was already there. He goes downstairs. And uh, dishes out ice cream, two bowls. And I already told him, I don't want any. No, you didn't tell me until after yes, I, I dished did. it out. No, you I did said, not. I don't want any. And my, I said, I told my daughter to tell you, I don't want any. She did. He proceeds I to bring up two bowls. I had already dished it out. He brings up two bowls. I don't want any. I told you that. I'm sick oh. over this game. Please I can't me. eat ice cream. Please he ate them both. What am I supposed to do? Let it melt? You ate two, and then let me guess, yes. they were giant Mount giant, Everest bowls of ice cream. Giant Mount Everest bowls. And you ate two yes. of them. Yes. Well, upstairs. <laughs> you ate he did make it all the way upstairs before he ate them both. So, those two. Good job. And then you ate more downstairs, is what you're saying. And then downstairs, he finished them off. Right? Just put a spoon in the I'm just saying the they're in the freezer and nobody was around. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just leave them in the freezer? The problem is, uh, with food in general, is when you really have a terrible day, like Pat, you know, a lot of times, I know, I just want to eat whatever I can find. Mm -hmm. That's uh, why I dished him a bowl of ice cream. I wanted to have him calm down a little bit. But the other mm -hmm. problem about food is when you win, you want to celebrate with food. So really, no matter what happens, <laughs> you want to eat more food. That's normally true, but I was so sick at this game, I, I, I couldn't do it. All right, triple eight seven two seven back more Pat and Stu and more pressing issues. But it's typical, though, the one time I'm really rooting for BYU, they're going to lose. Of course. Of course. Uh, because, man, did I had to see Missouri. I know, right? Lose. They let us I can't, down. You were on the borderline rooting for BYU after what happened last week. M-I-Z, baby. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Late seventy seven Beck. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, Stu has a little issue with this new Reuters poll. It's not a real poll, and everybody's making a big deal out of it. Because no, Drudge, Drudge is Drudge is making a big deal out of it. Drudge. Drudge is a big fan of Trump, obviously for seems whatever reason. He does seem to be. At least that's what it, his site seems to be. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple sites out there that are seemingly big Trump supporters. Oh, really? Can you think of another one? I can't think of another one. Uh, I can. Uh, Breitbart. What do they do to Yeah, the, they do. Camp. <laughs> uh, but this is, I can't, I, the poll itself is, is uh, you'll see it not, ref you won't see it reflected in most poll averages because uh, it's just inherently not a, um, it's not a typical scientific survey. Well, tell me people. about this survey. So uh, there's different, many He's different ways He's up to 42%, by the way. Right. 
And uh, he is around 24, 25 in the rest of the polls. So yeah. this is a real anomaly. Real outlier, first of all. And anytime you see a real outlier. For example, there was a poll a few weeks ago that had Ben Carson up seven before any of the other polls started to see that race tightening. Mm -hmm. And while I was hopeful it was real, because I, I'd much rather have Ben Carson than Donald Trump, mm -hmm. um, it, was, uh, it, was, it seemed like an outlier and kind of turned out to be an outlier. The latest um, poll as far as... Uh, um, the uh, the actual um, uh, the latest normal scientific poll that came out, I think, had Trump up one. Uh, if I can remember right, I can't pull it up for some reason right now, so I'm stalling. Uh, but it was uh, Trump up, I think, one. What they do is they're, they're trying. They're, a lot of polling institutions are trying to do something um, generally laudable, which is try to solve some major problems they're having with polling right now. Um, you call normal uh, people on the telephone, and they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to you. They don't have landlines. Uh, it's getting harder and harder mm -hmm. to reach a representative piece of the election. Do not call me on my cell phone. First of all, I don't want you calling me at home either. Right. No. Uh, and when you do, and it says, uh, and I and I hear my you know, caller ID say, number unavailable. Number unavailable. I know not to answer. I the can't phone. even tell you the last time we answered. The only reason we have a, a Never home phone it. is because of it was tied in with the cable. Right. I mean. There were, I can't tell you right. when we answered it last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have a home phone, too, which uh, I only, the only time it's ever utilized is when m me or my wife call each other. Like, that's the only time, because I know mm -hmm. she's home, so I'll, I'll call the home line occasionally. But, I mean, really, we don't use it for much of anything. It really is a relic of the past at some level. It kind of is. We use it for, I, I guess, uh, uh, I guess you can use it for, you know, for other reasons. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people have it tied into their alarm system, for example. Um, but it's one of those things where you can call, um, you know, the cell phone, and if you have a decent signal, you don't, you don't really need it, I guess. And I got news for you. When someone like my wife gives you the house number, that means that she never wants to talk to you again. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's the only one I call. She never picks right. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's kind of a, so people are obviously going away for that. Younger voters, for example, mm -hmm. are not interacting on the telephone anymore, as we all know. So they're, they're trying to do these things on the so, Internet. Yeah, so one of the things they're trying to do is figure out a way to make the Internet polling reliable. Yeah. This is a struggle they've been going on with. Now, you go to the Drudge poll, for example, that Trump constantly um, uh, brags about. It's just anyone can go on there and vote, and it's not a scientific survey. That's why, you remember, Ron Paul used to win all of those. And he, did he Was he president? Does anyone remember? Did, did Ron Paul win the presidency? Uh, I'm I don't, thinking I don't think no. Um, but he used no. to win all of those. This is different. It's not that shady, where it's just people can click, you know, click and refresh and clear their cookies and vote again. This is something where... Um, you might, you have to be on, like, they'll, you'll you volunteer to be on a panel, essentially, to cast a vote. And then they will keep, some of them, I don't know the exact structure of this one, but they'll come back to you. So you, you can change your vote as you go. So you can kind of see, which I think is kind of an interesting thing because, it, you know, a lot of times you don't know if it's just a different group of people who like a candidate more or if a candidate is right. rising or falling. But this particular one, it's a lot of people who volunteered with them. It's, it's through the Internet. It's not, it's not included in any of the averages because it's not nearly as reliable. They're still trying to figure this stuff out. At some point, they might be able to come up with something that's reliable. And I think because people so commonly uh, interact with others through the Internet, it's, they're going to have to figure out a way to get this right. But as of right now, these things are all over the board. Trump isn't anywhere near 42%, particularly with likely voters. I mean, he's nowhere near that, but that's what this one of us showing. we got to talk about Trump's views on ISIS, by the way, uh, coming up here in a little bit. They're amazing.
Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. You know who I love is uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> who doesn't love this guy? I mean, and what, frankly, is not to love? Because he's uh, wow. Uh, am I right? Who's with me on that? <laughs> is he not? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Man. Uh, you know, we played a little bit, I think, of the interview that he did with uh, George Snuffleupagus earlier. It wasn't enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's never it enough with this man because he's always got such great stuff going on in his head that he likes to share with us. In the same ABC News interview, uh, he further revealed his perspective on the Missouri protesters. You know, the same ones who were complaining that... Uh, it's, we spent a little time paying attention to the, 100, the 129 people who, or more who lost their lives in Paris. Um, they're pissed off about that. And here's, here's uh, the president's perspective, which is great. When you were a student, you spoke out, you protested the apartheid yeah. in South Africa. If you were on the campus of University of Missouri today, would you be a protester? <sighs> Without knowing all the facts, oh my God. Uh, oh, thank I've, you. I've Come read on. enough to know that there is uh-huh. clearly a problem. What? What there is? is University what of is Missouri. it? Then what and is it if there's clear? What? Without that's knowing not it just all, coming from problem. students. That's coming from some faculty. Uh, and what is the problem? I think it is entirely what? appropriate for students in a thoughtful, peaceful way to protest uh, what they see as injustices oh or inattention to never thoughtful. Uh, serious problems uh, uh-huh. in, in their midst. I Without want knowing all. Uh, an activist student body just like I want an activist citizenry and uh, the issue Mm. is just making sure that uh, even as these young people are getting engaged getting involved speaking out yeah uh, that they're also listening they're not though they're uh, not you know look at them listen rock I'd I'd rather see them err on the side of activism than being passive yeah not me Uh, I think that what you saw with uh, the University of Missouri football team mm-hmm. uh, and the coach, mm-hmm. uh, you know, standing up for something that they think is right, uh, harkens what? back to what they a stand powerful up for? tradition that helped to bring about great change in this country. Country, this country, and on top of which, the coach also oh. backed off of that. He sure I mean, did. The coach was just for his team. Wow, not the cause. Correct. And then also he gave wow. out. He gave, he's resigned, right? Yeah, he's stepping down stepping because down of cancer. He's sick. Yeah, amazing. he's got cancer. Yeah, that's really uh, so. Know. You know, that's sad. But yeah. uh, you'd rather I'd rather not have these morons be activists because they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, they cited not a single grievance that you could attribute to the president of the university, and that was supposedly the problem, right? This guy had to go for what reason? No one knew. Now, what do you know specifically, Mr. President? about the university president from faculty members, because I haven't heard any of them speaking out about it. Are they calling you privately and saying, hey, here's the deal on this, Mr. President. I just want you to know that this guy is stabbing black people in the hallways. Uh, He kicks them in the face when they fall to the ground. Uh, He's really not a good guy. He flunks every black person that that comes through this university. We've heard nothing. We've heard no specifics. We heard no reason why this president should be out of the University of Missouri. And yet, and yet the president would rather have them be activists than not. 
Uh, not me. I, I don't want activism for the sake of activism. Yeah, it's not good. They're, they're morons. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, like a moron that is inactive is completely harmless. okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You can live next to a moron that's inactive. For mm -hmm. example, Jeffy is inactive, a moron, and sedentary. Um, uh, Look at him. Lives a lifestyle that's... Uh, Look at him. It requires very little movement, for example. Um, and mm -hmm. that is okay. You can, I mean, not with Jeffy, but in normal cases, can live near someone like that. And it doesn't ruin your life. Someone who's uh, an activist about something they don't know is the worst kind of person. Right. It's the worst thing you can possibly have. Someone who's trying mm -hmm. to disrupt the system when they don't even know what's wrong with the system. That is a real problem. And, um, you know, in this particular case, mm -hmm. A, an individual has been punished for nothing. For nothing. This guy lost a job, a good job, where he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year after a lifetime of work. Now, to that in and of itself of the is supposed to be bad, by yeah. the way. And that's what, what we've come, I think, part of it uh, when it comes to uh, social media and the way the media just reacts to social media, it winds up rewarding just the fact that you've targeted someone for doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have something that's bad? Yes, racism. Uh, do you have someone you can blame it on? Yes, that guy. Was he actually racist? Shut up. Get him fired. Hey, he got him fired, and then this, the president, uh, what he just expressed there, comes into play. Hey, well, I'm glad they're at least doing something. The exact same thing he did with Ahmed the Clock Kid. Yep. I, Clock Med was the same deal. Well, he was targeted because he was Muslim. And then all the facts. Then you see the clock he supposedly came up with, invented. And it's parts that he took out of a Radio Shack clock, stuck them into a briefcase, and it's a timer. Woo! We're supposed to be blown away by that, and that's not supposed to look like a bomb to us? Of course it does. Of course it looks like a bomb. And I, I was with the president when I initially heard that he invented a clock, and then they showed the picture of a clock, an actual clock that I thought he made, I thought was his, <laughs> when... In fact, it happened on patents, too. It happened on the air. We showed the actual picture of the actual clock, and I said, wait, is that the clock? Yeah, that's, that's the very clock. Well, it looks like a bomb. <laughs> no, we actually were. Of course. I mean, without seeing that picture, because they were actually. Putting, I was on his side. Yeah, I was on his side too, because not because. And you might say, well, maybe you guys should have seen the picture. Well, we did. We yeah. actually saw. Yeah, we thought we did picture. because in the stories they were running pictures of normal clocks. Yeah. They're like, oh, here's Crazy. here's here's a picture of a clock. I guess in case you don't know what a clock looks like. And you know that's what Obama initially saw. And without all the facts, mm -hmm. just like he's sounding off on this, without all the facts. I mean, that's what this guy does. He did it in the case of Ahmed. He did, he's doing it here in the Missouri protest. He did it to the police who acted stupidly without the facts. I mean, wow. When you say Ahmed, you mean wow. Clock Med, right? Clock Med. Okay. Yes. That's the only, that's the only way I understand clock him, who he is. I mean, it's very typical of this administration. Who doesn't even live in America anymore. They moved to Qatar. But your point on the administration again? That's the same thing we've been dealing with. Same I mean, thing. It's, it's not yes. a new it is. development. Uh, he doesn't care about um, facts. He cares it's about It's just his a narratives. crazy, irritating development, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I'm so tired of it. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Also, uh, with Saturday's fatal stabbing of a 27-year-old man in West Baltimore, and the fatal shooting of a 22-year-old in Westport, the city's annual homicide count passed 300 for the first time since 1999, pushing the city across a deadly threshold once considered a relic of the past. And see that? 
Well, that was the case in not just Baltimore, but that was the case in New York and Philadelphia and Miami and Detroit. most other cities. Detroit. <laughs> Latest killings continue to surge to violence, more than a killing a day that began in April after Freddie Gray's death. Uh, the spat of violence along the, with the city's population decline now has Baltimore poised to hit another sobering milestone, the deadliest year on a per capita basis. Wow. Uh, in 2011, this has really turned around, when city leaders were encouraged uh, by the first drop below 200 homicides since the 1970s. Uh, and I saw an interesting tweet because apparently Martin O'Malley, who was the governor, he was, first of all, he was mayor of Baltimore. Then he became the governor of Maryland. And he enacted stringent, uh, or helped pass and sign into law, stringent gun laws. So he's talking about the gun laws and how uh, it's despicable that we haven't fixed this situation. Well, in Maryland, and then somebody tweeted out, hey, uh, who are you to talk, man? You were the governor of, of Maryland. You passed all these strict gun laws. Baltimore just went to 301 <laughs> homicides. Yep. I, I don't even know how these guys speak the words they do because... Uh, do they not sound stupid to even Democrats? I mean, maybe Democrats are just so ill-informed, they just lap up everything they're told. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, is, yes. Is that what's going on? Certainly on certain topics. So, I mean, we, can, I mean we, we showed this example with Wonderful World of Stew and Al Gore and the climate thing. I mean, he said it was going to rise by 20 feet. And it did. And, and, it, did and it did in his telling. Um, and it of did. Of course, in reality, it didn't. Uh, no, but it, it did. for a weekend. Well, and he tried okay. to take but it wasn't 20 feet. It was probably a few feet. A few feet um, and it most. was a storm surge uh, related yeah. to a hurricane <laughs> yeah. uh, that was no longer a hurricane before it came. But on, it, it was a super storm. It was a super, super mega storm. Doppler storm. And uh, so he tried to take advantage of that. But did anyone bother to go back and look no. at the 70 mm -mm. seconds of footage immediately preceding that prediction where he explains exactly why that would happen? Well, yes, we, someone did. Yeah, yeah, me. You did. You, and, and you, you. did that. And and mm -hmm. Jeffy said spoons throughout it. I don't. Yeah, it, he was, it really wasn't really relevant. I like the way he said it though. That particular. Time. Right. Thank you. He did. He it said sounded it meteorological no when he said it that time. <laughs> Actually, Jeffy is the closest thing we have to a meteorologist on this network. Yeah, he is. Um, well, he and Keith, Keith, Keith disputes that. Phil yeah, Dark Keith, Keith does. disputes that. He went, he went off the deep end one day. Yeah, he did. He was very pissed oh, off that was, we were yes. giving Jeffy all the meteorology credit when he himself is a weather. I admit. I admit. I don't have the. 80 apps on my phone that Keith has to update the weather. I got it. It's so you're okay. saying he's the one we should have. Well, I, no. no. Uh, what you're saying you is have he's weather the apps on your phone. He's the one that you... cares enough to download the apps, and you're just at another level where he's you a, don't you're care. A poser. So you're a poser. You're using 1920s technology, which, you know, when you first hit Social Security age, mm -hmm. and you're trying to say, <laughs> Hey. Oh, he I, had Social Security age long before that. Well, there was no Social <laughs> Security at that point. Yeah, when I first hit that age, there was none. Right, which was 1838, somewhere in there. No, so. it was before that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> also, Kim Jong-un's purge of officials, apparently uh, threatening the stability of his regime, uh, reports say North Korean leader Kim Jong-un uh, appears to be continuing a purge of senior officials that he deems disloyal threatening the stability of the regime. Uh, Cho Ranghai, a top ambassador for North Korea and a member of the prominent military family... I hate that guy. ...didn't attend a funeral this week for a senior military official. 
Uh, most other political and military leaders in Kim uh, in the Kim regime did make an appearance, suggesting that uh, he may have been reprimanded and forced to attend ideological training. Uh, if you don't think that's coming here, it is. We're we're headed toward ideological training. Mm -hmm. If uh, Cho had been blacklisted, he could face a threat against his life. Kim is reported to have executed, wow, 70 officials since taking power four years ago as part of an effort to eliminate potential rivals. In 2013, reports indicated that he had executed Jang Song Taik, his uncle and second in command. Wow. Now, yeah. there you go. Uh, I mean, we already kind of do, right? Our court has ordered uh, diversity training for the people who won't serve gay people cakes. Yes. Right? I mean, we're already yes. close to that. We're headed that direction. Speaking of cake, where's the cake? That's a good point. Holy cow. You just said it. Where's the cake? They by, known. by the Constitution of this program, yeah. cake should be here. In case you don't know, when we say a food item, we're supposed to be able to eat that. <laughs> it's supposed to arrive. That's what's supposed to happen on the show. Steak and cake. There you go. No, <laughs> we see. don't have either one of those. No. Unbelievable. What the hell is going on? Mm. What is going on? Brutal. Uh, and by the way, Delaware Online says, forget insurance. Delaware doctors only take fees. Christy Beckman, who suffers from chronic pain in her spine and osteoarthritis, spent six hours in a doctor's office, crowded waiting room, severe pain. That was enough, she decided. It was time to make a drastic change in how she was treated. About that same time, uh, one of the doctors there opened Peachtree Family Medicine with a unique approach. Instead of dealing with traditional insurance, co-pays and deductibles, where patients pay a one-year membership fee. See, I had this in Manhattan. Have you ever done this? I never actually have done it, but I like the approach. Oh, uh, it's a one-year membership fee, and then you belong to this medical group. Uh, and that pays for an annual physical exam and between two to four office visits. Actually, in Manhattan, it didn't pay for any office visits. So if, <laughs> if you paid this fee... But what it did for you was, was guarantee that when you call, you could get like yeah. same-day service. So if you're sick and you don't want to wait three days before you get an antibiotic, you call the guy, he gets you in right away, and you go and you get your antibiotic. It was really good. I, I, I liked it a lot. It, yeah. It seemed to work really well. Yeah, they, they have these things called medical concierges now. Um, right. It's con they call it concierge service now. It's, a high, it's sort of, you know, it's expensive. Higher for, end. A lot of people. I, know, I, I looked at um, one of the services uh, down in this area. And, you know, it was expensive. It was a lot of money. Um, but it also didn't fall under our insurance. So it was like, not only am I paying this fee, but mm -hmm. then also I'm paying for insurance right. and none of the stuff's covered by insurance. Right. And yeah. at that point I was like, no, I just I can't. I can't do it. Right. But, like, there, there's so many great innovations that come out like this. And the market was so quickly starting to address these things. There's, exa there's an yep. app I've talked about uh, before. Um, uh, it's called ZocDoc. You ever heard of this? No. It's great. So you go on, it's, it's, I don't know if it's in every city, but it's in a lot of cities. And you go on there and you put in uh, your, you know, I don't know, Jeffy, what, you know, pick, pick one of your 15 diseases. Which one would you want to, like, let's go? Gout. Syphilis? Gout, okay. <laughs> I'm struggling with it right now. It's right on top of my so head. So Jeffy's got gout. <laughs> he, he, wants to get a, he wants to go to the gout doctor, whatever the gout doctor is. So you go in there and you put in that you got the gout. Mm -hmm. And it, it you know picks up your location. Obviously, you have to allow it to pick up your location, but it'll give you ten doctors' offices around you that will treat your gout. Then you can look at ratings and everything else, just like any other app, or like a restaurant, like Yelp. Mm -hmm. And you'll post schedules, so you can pick a time 
out of a broad schedule. Like, I want to go Tuesday between 2 and 5. You pick the half hour you want, and you click on it, and then you've booked it without talking to anyone. Yeah. The it's awesome. Medical service does that. You yeah. know, where yeah. you, when you sign up for the yearly thing, it tells you what available times there are, and you just pick one. Of, it's great. Yeah. And that's uh, awesome that way. I mean, obviously, all of that innovation is being stifled now because of Obamacare. Yeah, because of Obamacare. You know, people are trying exactly. to get in line with that. I, t I told you uh, the story a couple weeks ago. I was listening to the radio and uh, on the drive-in here. For in a 15-minute period, three different advertisers, where their main pitch to the audience was, "We can help you sort through Obamacare." It was not a Republican. It was yeah, like ESPN basically. or something. It was something and nothing to do with politics. It was just here. We're a company, and if you have a small business and are trying to understand the new Affordable Care Act changes, we can walk you through them. And it was three companies that have businesses based on how complicated the law is. That is the exact opposite of what a society is supposed to do. I mean, it's creating jobs, right? I mean, so Obama exactly. Cares. I think that he would so take. saying that's good. That's no. what he would say. Oh wow, he would. Uh, yeah, you're and you know what? He'd right. count those jobs in his created right jobs. Right. Exactly right. You know, but in reality, what is that doing? There's no, there's no good to society done no, by no a job that helps you sort through a meaningless law. No innovation at right? all. No. No. Some of them will even make, they make fun of it. They're like. Did you know that if you get attacked by a, uh, a bird, there's a code for that? And, <laughs> and like, they're not saying it because this is dumb. We think Obamacare is dumb. They're saying, hey, there's a we lot for this. you to deal with and to run your own business. You can't, you can't understand all this stuff. We can step in and help you understand it. Do you know, That's an embarrassment to a nation. <clears throat> no, How many times have you been attacked by a bird and you didn't have a code? I, I can't count the number of times. I can't there's count been them either. Vicious, it's very difficult vicious to count them. parakeets that have been on a rampage, I've been injured badly. I don't know the code to tell the doctor when I go there. A I, parakeet rampage? Yeah. That's yeah. Yes. I've been attacked by them when I lived brutally, in Florida. Brutally injured I'll by, by par a parakeet or a starling. Uh, what about the starling attacks? A starling rampage? Oh, there was Holy crap. There were parakeet nests uh, around this store. Uh -huh. It was uh -huh. in a neighborhood in Florida. And they'll they dive bomb you and kill you dead if they get a chance. So that's why you need that. And thankfully now Obamacare has provided it. Uh, there's more patents too coming up in a second. Here. There sure is. Uh, also, we're going to tell you about the uh, the new game, Historical Conquest. This is a game we really love playing, and it's uh, it's got these cards are really cool because and it's hard for you to see them because you're really far away. Um, but uh, it's a it, each one of them has a different historical figure or event or this one, of course, I like the Colt, Pe Colt Peacemaker. And like for example, you're going to get a certain amount of points. Uh, for uh, the cards you're able to collect. Yeah. Um, and it's a game to try to, you know, take over the world. You're trying to take over all the territories, uh, and you're using real historical figures. So you're playing a game that you really like, and you're having a, a, a lot of fun playing. Mm -hmm. And then in addition, you're subtly teaching your kid real history, not common core history, right. real history uh, as you go. It's, it's a great idea. Don't and tell great... your kids that. It'd just no, be fun to them. It. You know, it'd just be fun. Um, and they've got really cool. All of the different card packages have a different theme. Like yours is probably Old West, right, Stu? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And these seem to be like Middle Ages. Uh, the Siege of Nicaea, Peter the Hermit, which is fascinating, Jerusalem, Constantinople. They, they learn as they play. So go right now to bring history to life and bring history to life. This one. This Bringhistorytolife.com. It says Dodge City, Kansas, Kansas from 1872, but mm -hmm. I think that's Jeffy. Ha, 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 ha.
You really are that old. Oh, I was the store owner there. Yeah. Uh, the OK Corral was up, up the street to the left. Great thing about it is Blaze viewers receive an additional 10% discount, too. It's really fun. It's educational. It's a great way to spend time with your family and support a great American company. Yeah. So go to bringhistorytolife.com right now. We're talking a little about TV in the break, new shows mm -hmm. that are coming up and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's one show that I'm already all in on. I'm all, I oh, haven't really? seen an episode. All I've seen is a trailer. What's that? I'm 100% all in. On a TV show? Yes. What is it? It's, uh, uh, what is I'm it? not going to tell you what it's about. I want you to watch it. Okay. Okay. It's called The Man in the High Castle. I already talked about this. You did? Yeah, I've been, so I've been watching See, this it. This does not look good to me. I've been watching it. I don't know what it's about, but I don't oh. like the name. No, okay, good, you good, will. Good. Yeah, I don't you like will. You don't know anything about it, I don't like the name. Okay, so Jeffy's, of course, Jeffy knows everything. I don't think I know what it's about. <laughs> but watch this trailer. It's right. coming up uh, from Amazon Prime Amazon Video. Prime. Watch yeah. What is this? Newsreel film. It shows us winning the war. If we didn't win the war... Oh, yeah. Take it back. <laughs> I really want to see this. Now we have a better world. There are those who seek to drag us all backward. We have arrested suspects smuggling subversive films. That film shows the world not as it could be, but as it is. It has to be about something more. I need answers. Scared. Scared this film could bring this whole thing tumbling down. A film that shows another world, so what? So it means that maybe the world could change. Mm. Take this. What is this? It's a new film. There's something different about this one. Different how? Remember, I was talking about uh, one of my favorite mm. scenes, and, and it looks well, good. Spoil the thing, but one of my favorite scenes is, I don't know if it was in two or the first episode, but uh, a deputy... So it's already started? Oh, yeah, it's Amazon Prime. It says so November it's... 20th, all, yeah. all episodes on November 20th. I was watching it. You, how, what? What how? date is it? What's the date? I, I don't know. I, it's, I didn't see any dates. I wasn't watching, but I've been watching it. You've watched full episodes of it? Yeah. Okay, so has there already been a season of it, maybe? I, I know that I've watched one episode and started the second episode of Man in the High Castle. Wow, that's weird. Because hmm. it said premieres, didn't it? At it said, the end of that? It said whole season available. Maybe this is the second Oh, okay. season? Is it a Three episodes. Stream like all that. episodes on Amazon Video November twentieth. Okay. Stream well, all. I'm just episodes. telling you, I've, I've watched mm. episode one and two in the beginning. I'll of bet two. you it's one of those three but season deals. I'm just saying, one of my favorite parts of this is uh -huh. we were talking about it, it was the the sheriff, deputy sheriff helps this guy change a tire, and then it starts snowing soot, 
and in the air, and the guy in the truck says, "Wow, what is that?" And he goes, "Oh, what is it Tuesday? Oh yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, that's when they uh, that's when they burn him at the hospital." So obviously, this is about what if the Nazis had won the war? Yeah, right. Uh, that's kind of the what answer, if the Nazis right? won? Uh, fifth, Japan gets part of the country. That's Nazis pretty, get the other. Part. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's, how crazy come on. is that? That's watchable right there. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you know what it's saying here? Um, it seems <laughs> like watch episodes one and two to maybe get you. Locked okay. in, I, I and just then all oh, episodes will be available November twentieth. Okay. So one or two go. are the only ones available right now. That's enough to get me in, though. I'm, yeah. you know, just because I mean that sort of stuff is so it's so mm -hmm. it's so enticing because it's so you know obviously it's so crazy. Well, you've what been on a Nazi happened? kick anyway. For oh a while, yeah, so. I mean I always <laughs> I always been on that because it's this is the worst people ever, and it's just such an amazing thing to imagine that this stuff actually happened. Plus, and what if yeah. they had one? It was there were times where it was really in doubt. Plus, mm -hmm. what happens is, you know, you watch. Okay, so you watch two documentaries, and then the next thing, Netflix goes, mm -hmm. oh, he watches documentaries of the Nazis. And so I've got yeah. 8,000 Nazi documentaries in my mm -hmm. time. Right, they want you to constantly, they continually suggest <laughs> new ones to you. This is a good idea though, yes, for a is. series. I don't know how well it's going to be done, but Ridley Scott, I mean, it's not like they didn't dump resources into this thing. Ridley stinking Scott. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I've noticed that there's a lot of big names in a lot of these uh, Netflix and Amazon movies oh, they want the, uh, and TV shows. Uh, under the Dome is Stephen King yeah. and Steven Spielberg. That's, wow. <laughs> right. Uh, that should be even better than it is then, right? No kidding. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good, but. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And a, and a great song for that uh, yeah. trailer, too. Creepy. Mad World or whatever it was. Triple eight seven two seven back Also... Uh, what did you think of the, I, I saw part of the game, the, the Color Rush game. Did you oh, see that? Oh, God, yeah, that was the Thursday night game. It was the all red and all green. It looked like a, it, it was a Christmas game or something. And, and there it is. There's a little peek at it. It looks horrible. Uh, it was awful to watch. The, was, I, I didn't, I, I didn't mind it. I, I, I liked like the solidly solid colorful jerseys. Yeah. I, and, I didn't like it. It looked like bat, like Division One Double A football to me. Well, <laughs> that vibe. It pissed off. It pissed off the colorblind, and What's so that? it pissed off the colorblind. Colorblind people couldn't tell the difference between the two teams. Can well, most colorblind people can tell the shades, though. Like I'm. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, colorblind. I can tell. You know, light and dark. So you're, yeah, you're but okay. they were both dark, so they couldn't tell. So because right, okay. so when one's colorful and the other's white, they can tell the difference between it, but not on this one. And wow. so it was agonizing. And they said eight percent of men are colorblind. Uh, I don't know if that's eight percent of NFL football fans, but eight percent of men uh, can't tell or distinguish between red and green. I guess. I, I guess the NFL has to account for colorblindness now as well, right? They're responsible for it. They're responsible, they're for, responsible for, for colorblindness. Yeah. It's because well. so many people have watched NFL games it's amazing, with multicolored helmets and jerseys. They've caused it. They've caused I, I the, color, the actual yes. colorblindness? Yes, so they've caused it. Okay. <laughs> NFL made a statement that the color rush jerseys are a test for four games this season, and that was the first the other night. What are they testing for? To see if... People like it, I suppose. So people didn't like it. At least the colorblind did not like it. You didn't like it either, huh? No, I said it. Just, it looked. It looked like you know you, you turn on a game between small like college. I don't know, yeah. like uh, Alcorn State and like <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like in just, fact, like, when I first turned it on, I thought it was a college game. Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't have yeah. an NFL yeah. feel, you right. know. But I mean, what does that matter? It's just if if they started doing this, you'd eventually it would feel like the NFL. It it just, would. I don't know what the point of it is. I mean, 
let the teams pick whatever friggin' uniforms they want. <laughs> right. uh, you know, why are you dealing with? I mean, it's typical. Like, but they ram it down the throats anyway, right? You got yeah. the the breast cancer month and pink. They can only wear pink for two hours on a Sunday during the game, but they can't wear pink anywhere else yeah. ever. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they'll be fined. Oh yeah, I mean, it's the, just it was Brandon Marshall a couple of years ago. He was drawing attention to something. Was it autism or was some? Whatever. It was. Obviously. <laughs> didn't draw enough attention for me to know what it Restless was. Restless leg syndrome. It was RLS. It was RLS. But whatever it was, you're was, not, you I think depression. No, 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 okay. no, no. Okay. No, and then and I think the next game it was combinations okay, game. Okay, because I part can, oily, part. Because I can tell you something. If you have mm -hmm. RLS and gout. Yeah. And their flare-up at the same time, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. But anyway, Steve, you were saying. No, I was just saying that uh, he was wearing, like, some crazy-colored socks during a game because he wanted to draw attention to something. And got fined. And got fined all this money. And, and you know, Brandon's made plenty of money. I think he was fine with the fine. He knew it was coming. Still. And mm -hmm. He paid it. But still, it's like... Mm -hmm. Some of it's so ridiculous, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll, And I liked it, too, because at that time, he was on my fantasy team. And so I could find out where he was, and every, every time they lined up, like that game, I remember watching, like, where's the guy with the crazy socks? And then you'd be able to know where your player was to see if you got any fantasy points on that play. It's hard to tell sometimes from that, that zoomed out. Yeah, view, it is. Which guy is which. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, speaking of football, though, uh, kind of a weird occurrence last night uh, at the uh, Denver game, or yesterday afternoon, is Peyton Manning, best quarterback of all time for, for many people's money. Um, was benched for for bad play. Right after really. the week before, when he was God. Yeah, yeah. Then he got benched. He actually had a zero point zero rating for a while, right? Or did, is that where he ended the game? Did he set, he ended the game with a ended the game with a zero rating. rating. And, did he finally set the record too? Ooh, yeah, he did. He did. He set yeah. the record. He broke the record for the most passing yards, but he was like five of twenty for thirty five yards. Thirty five yards, four, four touched, four interceptions. It's the no worst. Foul. I mean, not only the worst game really Manning ever played, but really one bad. of the probably the worst game I can ever remember any quarterback ever having. Wow. In the and, NFL, and they say he's probably injured. Uh, he's yeah. got some sort of. I don't well, I mean, he pretty much has to say he's yeah. injured if he gets pulled for something like that, right? I mean, yeah. there has to be well, something more to it than... They're saying plantar fasciitis. So it's the thing, if you can picture in your foot, right. the thing that, that, that links your big toe to your heel. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a muscle that basically that's, goes that's that your, way. That's I know the that arch muscle. on your foot. Yeah, I struggle from that as well. Mm -hmm. I have that. I had it too. Um, but I really did have that. Um, and it, it sucks. It feels like there's just like a needle in the yeah. middle of your foot. Because it's just like, but of course, and I, I didn't have it, you know, like Peyton Manning has it, which he has a partially torn one. I, I don't remember what my Is he out for the year then? No, no, no. Um, I think he's going to try to play through it. But they, wow. um, I guess Eli Manning played through a completely torn uh, plantar, whatever it's called. Fasciitis. Fasciitis is the thing that happens to it, but it's the actual muscles called something else. Anyway, uh, he uh, completely torn, but I guess it's less painful to have it completely torn than partially torn. Really? Yeah. So it's. I guess it's really Weird. bad, and it's on his plant foot. So you're trying to get something into a throw. It's a big thing, um, and yeah. it's really bothering him. But I mean, I he's never played a game like that. That was, that was embarrassing, for him, I'm sure. Yeah. And the Broncos lost. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patents do coming up. I gotta tell you, with the, if you have a flare-up of RLS and gout along with the plantar fasciitis, it's not a good combination. Cool. And yeah. barely walk at all. Really? Add to that the heartbreak of psoriasis. And, oh, you're not, uh, now you're not even. That's not even funny. No, you're pretty well dead at that point. Why is your heartbreak <laughs> from psoriasis? Because it does. It's so heartbreaking. No.
So uh, welcome to all the dumb voters out there, the stupid idiots who might cast a vote in Iowa. Uh, I hate them. Who are listening, the dummies, the stupids. Uh, welcome, stupids, to the program. Uh, we hope that you will learn something here, uh, like how to maybe win. I'm not sure this is the best you know, dummies. Uh, approach. Um, if you want to win, you'll watch this you show. Know, if you don't want to um, win, you maybe get sick of winning <laughs> if you watch the show and you don't want that. Uh, well, you're stupid then. Yeah. Like, for example, do you support a guy who is a neurosurgeon who uh, seemingly has a great history and, uh, and, and pretty conservative guy, likable guy? You like him? You're dumb. You're mm -hmm. stupid. You're a stupid. You're a giant Jeffy. You're a big Jeffy on this planet. Hey, wow. I'm not wow. even in Iowa. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was the uh, quote from uh, Donald Trump uh, late last week. I don't remember what day it was, but he came out and mm -hmm. he said that anyone who believes, uh, in, likes Ben Carson and mm -hmm. is voting for him in Iowa is stupid uh, because, uh, because he, he either, I guess his point is either he stabs somebody or he's lying um, and mm -hmm. Donald Trump has right. never done anything wrong. Interesting because basically the entire thrust of the Donald Trump campaign is don't look at anything I've said in the past. It's uh, you can only believe what I what I say now. You have to ignore everything I've said in the last you know 20 years when I've been in the public eye because those are all old times and now you have to understand the new Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. That's what we hear from his supporters all the time. You can't take his statement about uh, universal health care being a birthright. You can't take that seriously. But we have to look back with all seriousness at Ben Carson's uh, history as a 10th grader. That's vital uh, to this election, apparently. So that came out. But I thought more interestingly than that was the, his, his comment on ISIS. Now, we're all sitting here criticizing how bad the president of the United States is on ISIS because he said they've been contained. And, um, and this entire time, um, you know, this is a serious thing. We need you know, to have someone, a president, who would take it more seriously. Here's Donald Trump on ISIS. You look at go what's going on with ISIS in there. Now think of this. In where? Where are we talking about? Well, I think in, he's going to identify that here. In there. Okay. You look at what's going on with ISIS in there. Now think of this. <laughs> We're fighting ISIS. Okay. So, so far, it's a pretty good thought. Yeah, it is. Um, As usual. You look at what's going on with ISIS in there. Now think of this. We're fighting ISIS. ISIS wants to fight Syria. Why are we fighting ISIS in Syria? Let them fight each other, and we'll pick up the remnants. Now, is it, think of that. I mean, that. Have you thought of that before? Is obviously you haven't. Uh, you? something you would incredibly mm -hmm. uh, you would criticize incredibly harshly mm -hmm. if the president of the United States said it today if president obama said that exact quote it would be the lead of every conservative uh, website today saying how horrible it was instead is generally ignored now uh, to to contrast that here's rubio on isis and again i and i don't know where this goes but Rubio says, because all those radical terrorist groups that, by the way, are not just in Syria and Iraq. ISIS is now in Libya. They are a significant presence in Libya and Afghanistan and growing presence in Pakistan. Soon they will be in Turkey. They will try Jordan. They will try Saudi Arabia. They are coming to us. They recruit Americans using social media, uh, social media, and they don't hate us simply because we support Israel. They hate us because of our values. They hate us because our girls go to school. They hate us because women drive in the United States. Either they win or we win, and we better take this risk seriously. It's not going away on its own. Mm -hmm. Which one sounds like, uh, A, a good president, B, mm -hmm. a conservative? Uh, the uh, first one, I, I, Donald Trump, Donald okay. J. Trump. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me give you another presidential quote of his, okay? Mm -hmm. Because uh, people are getting pissed at us because we've said some things that, well, are true about him, and they don't, they don't want any truth no, when it comes to, to Donald that. Trump. So mm -hmm. uh, he says, uh, last week he said, give me a break. Okay, that's all I. That's all he had. To say. 
No, there's <laughs> a little more. <laughs> He's talking about the knife incident with uh, with uh, Carson and trying to make something. Uh, Carson's getting very close to him in the polls. That's driving him driving him out of his mind. He's talking about the knife, and he says it hit the belt and the knife broke. Give me a break. How stupid are the people of Iowa? How stupid are the people of this country to believe this crap? Uh, then he said that uh, that he is a he has the Ben Carson has a pathological temper that you can't cure. You don't cure, as an example, a child molester. If you're a child molester, a sick puppy, you're a child molester. There's no cure for that. So he's essentially comparing Ben Carson to a child molester, saying there's no cure for his pathological temper, just like there's no cure for a uh, child molester. I, I mean, is that a presidential candidate? Is that a guy you want to be president? Is that a guy who, when someone disagrees with him, he's, he's going to respect your opinion? Uh, no. Mm. No. And... I'd kind of like to have that. After eight years of a guy who doesn't respect anybody's opinion but his own, I'd like to try something else. Can I give you this again? This is uh, Trump as of Trump before the Paris thing. You look at what was going on with ISIS there. Now think of this. We're fighting ISIS. ISIS wants to fight Syria. Why are we fighting ISIS in Syria? Let them fight each other and pick up the remnants. Trump post uh, uh, Paris. Uh, I think this is post Paris. I don't know. It's totally the opposite viewpoint. So I don't know if he changed because of Paris or he just changed his mind completely. But he says, I know more about ISIS than the generals do. Yeah. Believe me, <laughs> I would bomb the S out of them. Shiite? Uh, no. No? Well, okay. yes, actually. Okay. I'd blow up the pipes. Yeah. I'd blow up. Mm -hmm. I'd blow up every single inch. <laughs> I would bomb those suckers. There would be nothing left. And There's... you know what? Get, you get Exxon to come in there in two months. Have you ever seen how good these guys are, the great oil companies? Yes. They'll rebuild that sucker brand new. It'll be beautiful, and I'd bring it. I'd take the oil. It's called management. Okay, Stu? Is that what that's it is? That's what it's called. It's okay. called We Have a Country, It's Stu. called We Have a Country. Okay? We Have a Country. It's, that's what it's called. Okay. I love this, too. I'm, Carly Fiorina. I'm telling Carly, whatever the hell her name is, Fiorina, and I'm saying why you... He's fantastic. He is the worst. He's so bad. He is. He, I mean, he is... Mm. I've never seen anything like it. I know. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, whatever. Again, I, this is the sort of thing you throw your hands up, whatever the hell a country wants to do to itself. Yeah, it's, it's called We Have a Show. It's called We Have a Show. It's called We Have Patents, too. And it's called There's More of It's it coming up. It's called We That's Have Commercials. Okay. It's called We Need to Make Some Money. Okay. We have some of the very best commercials. Do you mind? Very These are special commercials. commercials. They're special. They're special commercials. They're special people. Okay? Talk about a guy like Ben Carson. He's pathological. <laughs> right? There's no cure for that. There's no cure. All right? Believe me. Believe me. Hey, uh, there's some ill-fated movies, perhaps, mm. and uh, I think you'll figure out why. It's a madhouse, too, and you'll figure out why that is in a second. Uh, but here's some of the, the movies that are being released on the same day as Star Wars The Force Awakens. How would you like to be one of these? 
according to Box Office Mojo, Star Wars shares a release date with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Good! In their comedy Sisters. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush gonna that. Bad. The Chinese fantasy movie, Mojin, The Lost Legend. The Hungarian World War II drama, Son of Saul. Like, these were going to do well anyway. Right. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. That, now, that, that might survive. That might survive because it's, it's a totally kid's movie. Audience, and it's a totally yeah. different deal. Although I saw a preview for it this week. The Chipmunks thing? Holy crap. Really? I mean, it's, it was so bad. Oh, yeah. The preview of it. Preview was, was bad? So bad? Now you're good. Because oh, the preview man. for the new Finding Dory movie was good. If you like that, you know, if you like uh, you think Finding Nemo and stuff, it's just, uh, the preview for that was good. I think we actually have a preview. We can, we can air that here in a second. Um, uh, so yeah, th those movies are going to get crushed. Although there's, there, there's sort of a spillover effect. Like you go to see Star Wars and sold out. Ticket, so you're like, ah, let's go see that stupid Amy Poehler thing. Yeah. You know, it's possible. Or you say, let's go see Alvin and the Chipmunks. You know, road chip. Or you say, <laughs> no, I don't say that <laughs> under any circumstances. Uh, no, I saw um, uh, uh, Love the Coopers this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did you really? How was it? Super bad? Uh, you know, it really looked bad. like it'd be bad, okay. You know, pretty bad? Pretty bad. It was, it was not, it was a schmaltzy, like, yeah. you know, Easy big movie cast. Easy movie for those guys to make. Uh, uh, you know, like a uh, Christmas movie where, like, it's like one of those where, like, the interweaving stories of Christmas and, like, you know, there's some people who are... It, it's like a... It was a, it was a glorified Hallmark movie, really. Right. It was that, except you had big-name actors and actresses in there. Um, uh, I love Hallmark movies. Right, but you love them because <laughs> they're them. bad. Like, this one had a couple no. of good emotional whoa, moments. No, I, whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell are you whoa. talking about? Did he just say the Hallmark Christmas movies are bad? Are you talking about uh, Ice Sculptor Christmas? I haven't seen. I don't know if I've seen that. You Ice haven't Sculptor seen that Christmas. yet. That I think it might be new this year. Oh wow! Well, She's I will be watching. Ice Sculptor and a chef, and then a rich. A lot of chefs uh, in these movies. A lot of chefs. I don't know why. There's more have, like, chefs in these movies than exist in the real world. <laughs> Very true. I don't know why. Uh, you know, it gave you a little bit of a. I mean, you know, it had a little bit of everything in there, like, you know, um, some emotion, uh, laughs, eh, very light on it. Yeah. It was not good. Who's um, in it, it again? Uh, Diane Keaton, oh, John yeah. Goodman. Right. Um, uh, Olivia Wilde is in it. Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's um, in a lot of those. Affleck. Cr Cruise, uh, Affleck, Affleck, and, and Brad Pitt, Pitt yeah, are usually together. in these they Christmas movies. They were a gay trio, which yeah. was a strange <laughs> twist. It's weird. Yeah, like, is, so it's interesting. Were, was Travolta about in a it married well? gay trio? No, Matt okay. Damon was, though. They had Matt to rescue Damon? Matt Damon from the North Pole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, interesting. <laughs> Olivia Wilde is in it. Uh, you may know her as being a, a quite attractive. Yes, uh, I've heard of it. And also not conservative. And so she plays this character who's this annoying... Um, Conservative, liberal, oh. uh, who like meets herself. in an airport, mm -hmm. just like every freaking Hallmark movie, <laughs> meets in an airport a soldier, who oh uh, oh who she boy. pretends oh. to have a relationship with to please her parents. God, oh. this is a Hallmark movie. Oh, I've actually is. seen it. Yes, it <laughs> is. Exactly. Uh, how many times? Yeah. Have a, well, my mom is always bugging me about how yeah. the boyfriend. So would you? Can I rent you for the weekend? That's exactly the plot of this movie. Oh exactly. my gosh! Uh, but he's oh a gosh. dumb Republican, right? In the movie, yeah, yeah. And that's a pl big plot line between them. She's constantly insulting his beliefs, and he's like, she, mm. and and she's like, you know, uh, you're not one of those global warming deniers, are you? <laughs> and he, and he's like, well, I mean, 
you know, I mean, it doesn't seem that much warmer. Like, of course, his his answers are always dumber than her mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, you know, she says uh, something about evolution, and he makes, he tries to come back about evolution. Well, the world is only 48 minutes old. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It's actually kind of a funny point, which is, he's, it was actually a funny point. He said, if... If uh, men evolved from apes, why are there still apes? <laughs> I've heard that one before. That's kind of a funny point. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so that was the thing, and he's like the dumb. And it was it was funny as you're watching it, you get the sense because she's very snotty, very sarcastic, very hot, and very liberal. You're like, that's exactly who she is in real yep. life. That's exactly who I picture her being like. Like she be she's great as she walks by in any conversation. You want to blow your head off, uh, but that's that's a minor. Minor part of the story, right? But it was uh, it was you know was it decent? Would you recommend would anybody? Re- see I would it? not recommend it. No. no, I would not recommend it. I would All not. Right. I would not recommend it in any way. But it had you know it had a couple. It wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen. It yeah. was just just not. not was good. it as bad as say Jingle All the Way two, three, <laughs> Jingle three, All the Way four. two? Four. How many of these? You just keep going back to the well. I think there's seven. There's I seven. think there's okay. nine. Mm-hmm. Now there's ten. Wait, no. I'm just being told there's an 11. That just came out. All the way. Just came out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's it's only like one of those, isn't there? I think there's two. And Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in the second. Should we look that Yeah, up? I think that's right. Is that right? Jeff, have you seen every television show ever produced? I think that's uh, right. I have to go see any movie that says Christmas in it or has anything to do with Christmas. I, that's a, I that's like a law at your house, right? Yes, there is a jingle all the way, too. Right. And uh, Was there Sin, Did Sinbad get in it? In Sinbad, I don't think Sinbad or Arnold were in it. All right, it. if you can't bring Sinbad. Like, I can understand I not getting Arnold. Right. But you, you got to get Sinbad. He's available. <laughs> Sinbad yes. dead? If you can't get Sinbad no, to come Sinbad. back. Sinbad is not dead. dead. No, then... he was just in an Always Sunny in Philadelphia a couple of years ago. Guess who's in it? Who? Larry the freaking cable guy. You oh, know this okay. was quality. Okay. Okay. He's the first one mentioned. Brian Stepanek, Anthony Corelli. And then you can click to see the full cast. Right <laughs> I think we've enough said. I, mean, okay. I, I apologize. Larry, well, you get Larry, Larry the, the cable, cable guy. guy. I apologize yeah. to Sinbad. He is not dead. No, he's he is not. not dead. Why do you think he was dead? Nor was he in know. Jingle All the Way 2, to his credit. So, okay. So. It's like, that's the same thing at the time.